Welcome back to Nat Chat, the Natillic Podcast. My name is Rob Thor, and today we're discussing communications and the future of work. 2020 has been a landmark year in the area of unified communications, with businesses of every shape and size across the world universally leading on tech companies to support their continued collaboration throughout the pandemic. So in a year where the market offers more choice than ever, with the likes of Zoom and Microsoft making some big waves, how is Cisco looking to defend their market leader status? Cisco's answer comes in the form of their major event this month, WebEx One, where they demonstrated a show of intent that they're here to stay. But how do we expect the announcements to affect the space? I sat down with their head of collaboration and contact center, Justin Woolen, to dissect some of the key takeaways and dig deeper into the thinking behind some of the innovations Cisco are bringing to fight back against the competition. It's Friday, December 18th, and this is an Attilic Podcast. Delighted to welcome to the Natillic Podcast, the second proud Welshman, uh, building up quite a portfolio of lovely accents on the Natillic Podcast, the leader for collaboration, Cisco UK and Ireland, Justin Woolen. How are you doing, my friend? I'm all right. I just, I'm not happy that I'm the second Welshman that you've had on. You did put me as number two as well. You mean, I didn't say, I, did I just feel a bit, I'm a bit put out now. Put you as number two. It's not my fault that you're, you're a popular guy. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Oh, but thank you for having me on. Um, but how you doing, man? How you doing? You, your Cisco, Cisco, sort of winding down for for Christmas today. I, I understand winding down. I say, in you just literally did bunny. You know that we, you, you can't do video on on the podcast, mate. So doing bunny ears doesn't count. But yeah, it is. It is. We're winding down for Christmas. I'd like to say so, but it doesn't feel like it. It feels like um, the team are really working hard. We got lots of lots of things going on with customers. It, 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 and it, the funny thing is, it, it's that bit mm. of because people have taken, haven't had the chance because of COVID. We're in lockdown, aren't we? We, we go, we're we're ready, going into, ready to get into the third lockdown. I'm in what I've called in Wales, in pub lockdown, yeah. where you can, can't go to the pub or if you go for a meal, you can't have a drink. So, yeah. like, but uh, that's another podcast for another day. But it, it feels like, you I mean, um, people are trying to get their time off, but they're, everyone's still trying to get things done. I've never, the team has never been, feels like we've never been so busy there's so much collaboration things going on whether it's uh, people needing more uh, webex for meetings calling um i mean all the stuff for next year all the 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 new opportunities the new customers are just need we need to make sure things are running still and that's what it feels like is like collaboration has never been more prominent because customers still need to make phone calls because they need to make calls to their customers. They need to have their interactions. They need to be able to communicate they, everything needs to be running and collaboration seems to be like, yeah, we're, 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 everything's happening, which is great, which is great. Yeah. Very good. Very good. I don't, don't know how you're going to manage to to take the time off, but I'm sure you'll find, find the way. So why don't we why don't we start do you mind telling the listeners a bit about your background what keeps you busy day to day because i know you are quite a public facing figure at cisco um quite a a popular guy but it might be worth just filling in for anyone who doesn't doesn't know you yet um you you know what you know we're we're podcast buddies and uh, i also do a podcast well and, and i always do that bit of going what's your name and where do you come from so um <laughs> so for those of you who don't know me my name is is justin woolen you look me up on linkedin uh you can see all the all the stuff that i haven't done on there um but yeah so i've been at cisco for 14 years i've been in the industry for a very long time um i've recently moved in this is my fifth month in the role of doing this and I came from 
a networking background. So I was doing networking for 10 years inside uh, inside Cisco, leading that that the the team of specialists there, looking after our route and switching and wireless wireless business. And in the summer, I got the opportunity to come in and look at the collaboration business. And at the time, um, we were if I'd say mid lockdown, I don't think lockdown ever feels like it's gone away, but we were in mid lockdown. Um, collaboration and online meetings was the thing. Um, I will say it. I'll talk about Zooms on the market. Everyone was doing Zoom meetings. I heard of that one. You've not heard of them. Well, apparently they're out there. No. But uh, you mean and and what we we'd seen that massive growth in online meetings. You mean all the challenges of the culture and that's the thing with collaboration it's a culture thing because people use it it's not a technology that sits in the background it sits right on everybody's desktop and phone and ipad and other devices are available <laughs> just not to have a two apple bias but uh, so your smartphone and your tablet device and that's and it was it was we, we saw a uh, you mean our our webex data centers grew by four times we increased capacity to 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 400% in EMEA and so that's for for Europe for those listeners and try not to use corporate speak and we were right at the heart of that and and um the opportunity came up to lead that team at a time when um the competition was at its height customer needs were at its height and um it was really exciting and it was um an opportunity for me that I didn't feel like I would miss up. And and though I don't come from a collaboration background, you mean I'd been in the telephony market since I was 18 years old and I was in the military and you're, you mean the end of the day, if you're, you need to make a phone call across the battlefield, it was why I was, that was where my background came from. So um, whether you're making a phone call, doing video meetings, things like that, it, it, it's always been sort of in my technological background. And to come in and lead that team was a great opportunity. And it was very exciting. It's something that you just go, right, I can bring my passion, my energy, my enthusiasm, my business background, because running a an enterprise networking business is still a business. And that's how I treat it as. It's, it's our business to run. And I want to be really excited to have the opportunity to do that. Nice. Well, I can assure you that the grass is absolutely greener in the collab and contact center world. I'm sure you're finding that. Um, I am. I am. What you're like I... whispering. You're like whispering Bob Harris of the podcast world. I'm gonna take that. <laughs> you might want to edit that bit out. But... <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You're too young to know who Bob Harris is. That's uh, the problem. I, I think that's the problem. I was just doing, I was just frantically googling in the background there, but I see it's coming up for my millennium, millennium, millennialism, millennialism. Anyway, um, is that a proper word? Are you making words up for a podcast? Yeah, I just I've just coined that. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take. There you it. go. Yeah. Good. Get it. Get it trademarked. Um, so. Dust has settled on a on a busy week for Cisco. Probably probably a good thing that you've got the Christmas break coming up. But so WebEx One, what everyone's referring to as the Glastonbury of the collaboration world. Um, so everything's out there in the wild now. How are you? How are you feeling? What are you are you, are you excited? Are you? Uh, it must must have been must have been pretty fun for you. Yeah, it was. It was. I tell you what, I've never seen anything like this in my 14 years at Cisco or or my 20 odd years in the industry of something created so quickly with so much enthusiasm and energy. And I think that's where 
sort of G2s come in and you really, you mean, I think I'm, I'm he's like a, a month ahead of me in joining Cisco or joining collaboration. And I'm like, wow, you mean the things that he, the changes he's made and the energy and the passion. And and I keep saying that a lot. Super. from Box, right? Yeah, he came from Box. For, for, for someone to come in, I've never seen anything like this at Cisco before. Someone to come in to impact so quickly and the investment he's brought, the money he brought, you mean the, 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 the amount of R&D spend that he's, he, this guy is spending. He's got budget signed off from Chuck and Jerry that I've never seen before. And it's amazing. You mean, you, 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 both from product, uh, marketing, and that's the thing is that this marketing thing of our brands, getting our brand back out there, WebEx1, we're here. We're, we are the... Um, you mean I, I talk about this bear that's been in hibernation that uh, as a technology you mean the core of our business is is routing and switching and wi-fi but this is the technology that is uh has as is now been invested in and we are this angry bear woken up with we're getting fed on money innovation investment r d marketing and we're out to to grab our market again. And that's what it feels like. And WebEx1 is a 100% of an indication of where we're at. To, to pull off a two-day event like that, with and, and but also innovation. I mean, since I've been in this in this role since, since the end of July, it's been innovation after innovation after innovation and having like feature, feature, feature. And we've gone from being, and I'll, and I'll be honest about this, we've gone from being sort of overtaken in the market by Microsoft Teams and Zoom to being, no, we're, we're better than, I think we've gone beyond now. And we can talk a bit about those features, but it feels like as a product and as a portfolio of collaboration products, we've gone beyond now and we are back to being market leading again and we don't play as number two we don't play below number two in the market you mean we're either yeah. out to be the number one or number two and uh we're back out there now so i you mean and for g2 to do that in the six months he's been in role is absolutely fascinating and, and yeah. fantastic to see and webex one was that but it's busy week um great announcements you mean we get people really talking about how collaboration impacts and even when you look at um uh, the, the speakers that we had on there. You I mean they're not technology speakers? Not all of them. They were like people speakers to to say how how technology can really connect people. So Mrs. Clooney being on there, just like as a as a human rights uh, lawyer and 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 an advocate for human rights. It's quite thought provoking. It thought -provoking, is it? wasn't it? It's not what I usually expect when I come to a Cisco. Well, it wasn't quite a webinar, but when I come to a Cisco event, I don't quite expect to be you know, have my, the way I think challenged and, you know, to think about the way of the world and things like that. So I thought that was really, that's you know, powerful. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing though. And I think that's the intent about Cisco collaboration now. It, it puts the person, it puts people at the front of this. It's not about features and functionality. It's about people and how are people working now? Um, it feels to me that we've put the thoughts into it about how do people work every day? Who are the different kinds of people who, who, I mean, we're all different. And we talked about this when we prep, prep for this. And we talked about um, extroverts and introverts. And, and I, and I taught you something new about ambiverts. And, and it is that bit of the, you mean, there's, there's something in the middle. We're not all extroverts. Like, you mean, at the moment, we're both being very extrovert now. We're on a podcast, um, talking to our customers. But there are people out there who are quite quiet. 
who are the introverts. So how do you make sure that those people get the time to talk, the free the space for them to have their fair share of of time in a meeting, an online meeting? Yeah. And and that's where that innovation come with the features that are coming out in it as well that you can and I know we 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 are going to talk about this, but it's that it's the person at the heart of this of how do you make sure that someone who is quiet gets make sure that they get their time in the agenda? Because believe me, we've all been on those meetings in person, but also online. That the, and I and I've done that myself. Of I will I'll, I've given fifteen minutes on the agenda, and I'll take half an hour. But that half an hour doesn't. But that extra fifteen minutes I've talked doesn't add on to the back end of the meeting because we've all got another meeting to go to. So somebody drops off. Yeah, and you can lose, so you can lose out, can't you? Thinking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the bit about sometimes, making sure sometimes. that somebody, everyone gets that fair share of time of the meeting and being able to create that in, in WebEx when you create your meeting going, right, this is the agenda, this is the time slot on the agenda and the clock ticks down. And if Justin Woolen is going off on one and won't give up the mic, boom, the next person gets to speak. And that's fairness. And yeah. that's people at the heart of what the at the heart of the innovation that we've done. Well, but, well just one example. Just one example of it. Well, no, I mean, let's talk about it. So just getting into it a little bit more. So and I'm going to have to sound the marketing klaxon for a second here. I'm going to oh, right, drop okay. a couple of sort of phrases and <laughs> and things that, that people might might find a little bit um a little bit gross maybe, but um Let's talk a little bit more about the messaging because, you know, hybrid workplace, inclusive collaboration, future of work, um, people might see these as just marketing buzzwords and whatnot, but I think there is quite a powerful message behind them. So, you know, I'm a glass half full person here, um, you know, moved from sales to marketing um, for a reason, but to play devil's advocate, a uh, cynical salesperson says, well, Cisco just announced a bunch of devices and features, but there's a lot more behind it there, right, Justin? Yeah, and and to put your half glass full head on, it could sound like that. Oh, it's just features, it's functionality. But again, I'm going to reiterate this point. This is people and how they work at the front of of what this of what we've been doing. So we talk about hybrid workplace. You I mean I had a discussion with my wife the other day, and we're both living in the same house. My wife works in a school. I'm I live for the, I live in this house. I work in this house every day. I go out to walk the dog. That's it. That's my, and we, we end up, I'm getting quite frustrated. My wife is getting frustrated. I'm going, why is that? It's because she was feeling anxious about going into the office. She said, I have to sit there in this school every day with kids walking around, COVID's everywhere and that sort of thing. So it's how do we deal with that anxiety? So we talk about then taking that level of anxiety and going, oh yeah, we all say, I want to go back to the office, but you go, how do I know it's safe? What is a safe return to work strategy that our customers, do they have one? But it's the thing about how does then technology underpin this, this the policy for our customers? And you go, well, it's not about, well, yeah, it's the rooms being cleaned or, or how many desks do we now have? Do we just stick tape on desks and go, you can only use this? But it's the bit about how do you run and manage that process? Because you're never going to have everybody in the, in the you're not going to have meetings now where everyone's going to be in the same room. Occupancy is going down. So when you're going into the office, you're going to go in for a specific reason. And that's generally, I feel, is about connecting with somebody. So you and me could go into the office to connect, to do this podcast. But obviously, you mean you live somewhere fancy in London and I live in Wales, so that's not going to happen. All right, okay. But people are going to go in the office to connect. 
but you are going to 98% chance. So I basically, there's a hundred percent chance that you're going to have subsequent meetings that day with people not in the office. So this, so the end of the day of the, of everybody coming into the office to have a meeting is gone. That's not going to happen. But the bit is then you talk about the story of, or the, the, and I'm going to say the journey, and I really, really mean the journey of somebody getting up in the morning and being able to go, right, if I, I'm going in the office today, I'm going to have a meeting with Rob, right, I need a desk. So I want to book my desk. I want to make sure my desk is clean and I'm going to go in the office. So you book your desk before you go in. And that's where we have partners like AppSpace and things like that are able to do that. So it's, and then we go in and you go, right, so I've booked my room. Then you go, right, okay, I've booked a, a room to have a meeting or I've booked a desk to have that thing. Then it's about, right, okay, make sure it's cleaned. Yes, it has been cleaned because it wouldn't be available. And then you go and go into the room and you go to this room that's got a big signage there. But the signage is actually one of our desk, desk units. You mean desk pros or WebEx or, or a DX80 or whatever it is, or one of the bigger room systems, but it's a messaging system as well. It allows you to say, this room has been cleaned and it is booked for Justin and Rob's meeting. You can then walk into that room and go, right, okay, we're gonna do a meeting, but we're gonna bring in somebody else external. We can start that meeting touchless. So you can just say to um, start meeting, I don't want to say the word because it will actually start something going off in my room. Yeah. When you hear people use the A word on podcasts. Yeah. So um, you start your meeting touchless. But then it's also going, right, well, Rob and Justin are in the room. You're sitting a bit close now and it will measure us. It'll say you're sitting too close together. You can tell how many people are in that room. If somebody else comes in. You mean you you sat too close? You mean you, 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 there's too many people in the room, and then warns you you have got too many people in this room. So that's the bit about it's keeping us safe. And then when the room meeting's finished, our, our meeting's finished, we can then go right. The room is not available until it's been cleaned. So that is the bit about keep. And then then you start to go right. I'm going to go back to my desk and carry on with my work. And that's the thing now where you look at the innovation we brought with the the new the WebEx hub. You walk into the office, you take your phone. We've all got our smartphones, but you put it onto the desk hub. It's a charger. If anything else, it's just a fancy contactless charger. But what it does, though, is take what I thought was a great feature years ago, which is extension mobility. Every phone is your extension. You go in, you type your number in, you log in. That's now Justin's phone. But it just goes, I can detect that that's Justin's phone. This is now Justin's desk. Then it's my, it's everything then. So I've got my, my phone, my desk, my charger, it's done, but it's just without actually me typing anything or touching anything. I just put my phone down on the charger, on the WebEx hub, and that's my desktop for the rest of the day. And you just go, great. And I get my headset, I put my headset on, which I'm, we're both using now. It's got noise cancellation. It's got directional microphones. It's got all the things to allow me to work in an office, but still have a great, calling video meetings experience without feeling like we're in an open environment so so that's sort of the journey and if yeah. anything happens we can track people and uh, around the office go right what rooms did justin's use what rooms did rob use and so if there is a um the worst case scenario we can identify that really straight away and let people know via the signage and use those these video units aren't just there for video they're there to measure they're there to inform you they're there to keep you safe as well so that's the great thing about what 
hybrid working is. I like that. And then you're going to go home then and do the same thing, but you're going to do it at home now. Well, you used to... Carry on with your meetings. You're the one who's going to be remote working. Yeah. You used to... I'm glad you used the term journey because I think that's the that's the real silver bullet for me is looking at it from a perspective of Cisco have clearly thought, what are people doing? How are they... You know, it's, this is no longer just about video conferencing and just putting an app on people's desktop. It's how are they interacting with this? And looking a bit further down the line rather than just the the here and now. And I think that shines through a little bit more in terms of the kind of innovations that you guys are bringing, which is the the encouraging thing from a partner perspective anyway. You know, it's not just a, how are we going to get everything that was working before working again when, you know, in a smaller office. It's how can we make it better? Um, how can we support people to work better, work quicker, be more efficient, you know, those kind of things. And some of the, some of the announcements that maybe were a little, you know, less high profile that may actually be game changers, I think. Yeah, and I think it, it, it is that thing because we talked about fairness into meetings and put the person that everyone gets a voice. So we put that in, we put the feature in, but what's the purpose of that feature to give everyone a voice? How do we how do we keep people safe? How and you mean and how do we keep people safe? And how does the technology actually enhance to keep people safe and reduce that anxiety when you do go back to the office? And that's the thing, though. It's it's a seesaw. You mean, you live in London, you're in tier three. I'm living in Wales. We're on a beer lockdown. You mean, it, it, no customer is going to sit there going, I've got one policy. I've got, we're not all living in the same region. So you could have people who can go to an office and people who can't go to an office. So, and, and you've got to be able to, and that's the thing about moving from just having web web conferencing is is like not the answer because that's about we've seen customers go from survive to we've got web conferencing everywhere to actually to surviving to basically reviving their business but thriving in this environment and we've talked about one of your customers nomad foods because they'd already looked at this remote working platform or this remote working policy to reduce costs, to help to, you mean, for real business reasons. But then COVID kicked in and they went, we're cracking on with this now. And that's a perfect example of because they'd had some... Yeah, they were ahead of the game, right? They were ahead of the game. And so they went from basically um, lockdown kicked in, COVID kicked in, and they went straight to Thrive. And that's a really good point because I think uh, listeners, for, for anyone that hasn't listened to it, I would encourage you to go and listen to the Nomad Food podcast with uh, with Justin and his good friend Joachim, Joachim Mason. Joachim um, Mason and Jeff Dodd. And Jeff Dodd, yeah, sorry. Of course, Jeff is the, Jeff, Jeff is the, is the star of the show. But um, yeah, really, really. He is the star of the show. It's really yeah. good there. Really, it's a good example of maybe getting the wheels turning. And I've had a couple of my old clients reach out to me about this as well, sort of just again painting the picture of what that journey looks like and and um yeah i'd, I'd say go and listen to it i mean it speaks for it speaks really well for itself but yeah it, it does but that's that's an example of that and then you start to think about the other things that we brought out and you talk about the in, integrate with the acquisition we made of slido now that's a perfect example of when we're in a customer meeting oh sorry when we're in a meeting and we're all remote and you can have at the end of the day you 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 mean, it's so great. We talk about these features of having, oh, we need to have everybody on camera. And you go, well, after a while, when you've got a five by five camera, am I really seeing anybody? I'm seeing basically little icons. Can I really see them? Can I really read their body language and things like that? And you go, well, it's it's a funky feature. Great, well done. Um, But the real thing you want to measure with people is engaging. So if I was physically in a room with 25 people, I can look at people's faces. 
I can un- I can see them and I can go and I'm I'm imagining now I'm back in Bedfont Lakes, in the big meeting room. I can still spend at least whether maybe a couple of seconds, but I can look at people's faces and see if they're engaging with me. How do you do that over video when maybe you've got a lot of people on? And the thing about Slido, by the use of things as polls, quizzes, uh, surveys, things like that, might sound, I don't know, I'm trying to say simple. But what they do, though, they get you to measure the pulse in real time of how engaging you are or how engaged your the people are in that meeting. Now, as a, either as a presenter or someone leading a meeting, or leading a team, that's hugely important because we're not all, you mean, it's a difficult thing to measure when you're online. In a room, you can see if someone's not interested. You can see, you can literally, but now it's how do I do that? And how do I keep people engaged? How do I keep those people? How do I get the ones who maybe aren't talking, talking, but they go, or the ones who don't want to talk, but you still, who maybe don't want to talk, but how do you make sure that they're, they are engaged and being heard? And that's where the that's where that Slido acquisition comes in because it puts the people in the meeting at the heart of what the experience is. Keeping people engaged, yeah. engaging people online is is hugely part of this. Yeah, the other thing, and that, that that's another thing that, and we could say and we could have to be careful here because we could probably sit and talk about this for hours. But um, we could talk about this for hours. Yeah, the, the, well, I mean, you literally did have two days worth of talking about this. So, um, but yeah, I mean. The, the, the other thing I really wanted to, to touch on a little bit is just the supporting, you know, the the insights part as well, which is something that I feel isn't talked about enough is just the intelligence behind WebEx and how people are using the app and things like that. And how, again, almost empowering like IT decision makers or whatever to be able to make decisions based upon how people are using the tools to help them use them better or you know, could you talk a little bit about that? I mean, that's a really interesting feature, I think. Yeah. And. And I think that's, that's, yeah, that's a great question. And um, the thing about IT, and I've observed this back when I was in in the networking world, um, the innovation happening there around uh, DNA or digital network architecture and Meraki, it's all about giving you visibility of what you didn't know. And it was always like, if, if they always, I mean, this is my, I am hypothesizing here, but you get a lot of the, it's the network. Oh, it's the network's fault, but you can't prove it. Oh, why are we having poor video experience? It's the network. Uh, but now with the analytics and the insights that you get with WebEx Hub, when we talk about making IT Hub, what it basically means is that we're going to give you the knowledge and understanding that you've never had before. So with WebEx Hub, uh, you're able to see when somebody has a bad meeting, you can understand why. Yeah, it was your computer. It was your CPU utilization. It was um, actually it was the network. Oh, yeah, actually it was. I don't say it ever happens, but I'm not going to deny it. But maybe it was a problem with the actual cloud itself. It was the Internet. You you can know these things. It's given you information that you've never had before, but the ability to go back and do that as well. And with the further investments we're doing from the analytics piece, it's the, it's the thing around then going, Right. Well, we we can we know now, as people and as people leaders, you can see and understand how engaging your people are. Are they being productive? Are they online? Are they using their cameras? And it's not about telling people off, but it's about being able to you know know you you've got a reason to go and have a conversation, have a chat, and go. I, I see you. You're 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 really busy in your diary, but you. I don't see you on a lot of online meetings. What's wrong? Are you okay? 
it's an are you okay discussion and it allows uh, people and people leaders to really understand how their team are and but it's it's not about telling people off it's about giving you enough information to go i need to have a conversation because we are all lonely online every day relentlessly and and i you mean and the one thing that's come away from this i'm observing is that there's no time for those side conversations which is a shame right do you know the, the, the days that i used to, i used to yeah i mean if i was going to be in the office i'd i'd say if you and me were in the office i was going to meet you and we'd go all right we got a meeting from 11 till 12 we go do you want to go for lunch after this or you go do you want to have you got oh, yeah i've got 10 minutes you've got time for a coffee and we and that's what's coming out of, of of that's all starting to move away lose we're losing that out of our life and I mean, my poor dog is getting fed up of being talked to because that's the only other person I get to talk to most yeah. days. But it's the having those interactions. But the analyticals piece, can you can see you can start to notice a behavior if someone's becoming a bit isolated because you just not you, you can see that. And I mean, we're all busy. You get to your meeting and it's all done. You move to your next meeting, you move to your next meeting, but you need to be able to understand how engaged people are. Yeah. Yeah, and if they're not being engaged, then that gives you a view as a as a as a as a as a manager or as a leader, whatever you want to think of yourself as, to go and make sure that you can go and have an interaction with that person and go and show, ask them if they're okay. That's what what I what I've taken from this. Yeah, it's powerful. It's powerful. I think, and it's a it's something that everyone's dealing with, right? I mean, it's easy when you you know certainly in my case, you know, I literally work from my bedroom, and it's it sometimes feels more like you're. Is that your bedroom? Have you dressed? It is. I've done a really good. I know people can't see, but he they can't sadly. <laughs> he he's Christmas up this. I have nothing Christmassy in yeah. my office, but he's Christmas up his bedroom. So you sleep in that room. It's a big deception. And you work in that room. Exactly. So I've I've managed to just sort of tweak my home working setup so that it looks like I've got a somewhat semi-professional office in the background. But yeah, I actually sleep about a foot away from where I'm talking to you at the moment. So it literally feels like I am living at work rather than working from home kind of thing. So I, I get where you're coming oh, from. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the hard bit. But, we, but when do you have the time now? Because we're all trying to put limits on our life, aren't we? As in, I go, right, I will, I like my routine, but I get up, at, I get up early, I have a coffee, watch the news, go to the, to my, get on my exercise bike or do some exercise get off that shower change start my working day at nine i finish my working day hopefully around about six six thirty and then it's my evening time with my family well my wife and the dog and and my son but it's the bit then about but you but in, in that bit in between is it feels like it can sometimes be relentless isn't it and you're on back to back to meeting and you, you're trying to go well how can we by thinking about the person at the front of this go right actually can we get these meetings be done quicker. They don't get overrun because the person starts the call and dominates the call. And then the person at the end, either the meeting goes on for longer than it should have done or people don't get to talk. So how do we think of that? Then that, well, that, and it might sound a bit flippant, but if it gives us an extra half an hour a day to have a, have, to either be left alone to get on with stuff or give you those moments in the day that you can just have a chat with somebody for the sake of having a chat and not to feel so isolated, then do you know what? There's going to be good stuff coming from this. I think so. I think so. Um, 
I'm going to shift gears a little bit. Um, again, there's, there's oh. loads of stuff that we could talk about, but I feel like um, again we're going to uh, we're, we're we're against the clock a little bit here. But um, I want to talk contact center a little bit. Um, sort of complete, yeah, complete, sort of different side of the spectrum. But yeah, it's important and um, some big, some real shakeups there, acquisitions, um, some big revamps. Um, I think I am I mobile that stood out to me as a real statement of intent from Cisco. Certainly, could you uh, would you mind talking about that a little bit and the thought process behind that? Because there's some big, big moves from Cisco in the in the contact center space. Yeah, and and it is because it's our customers' customers that we're putting at the heart of that. And it's and we've we've revamped the platform. We're bringing out uh, WebEx Contact Center 2.0, which basically means we're revamped it, built it from the ground up, ground up, and hosted in the cloud. But, well, what does that mean? What it means is that our partners like yourself and our, we're 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 owning and we're running that innovation in our in our in our data centers. So all you need to do is as our partners is deliver those business outcomes that our customers are asking for because contact center is business. It's not about calling or having a meeting. It's about how you engage with your, our customers, engage with their customers. And I was talking about it yesterday to one of our apprentices and I just go, it's everywhere. Contact center is everywhere, whether you're in a GP, whether you're in a hospital, whether you're a business ma a manufacturer. You I mean, I even talked to breweries who were saying, oh yeah, we've created an online platform to because we sell our 60% of our revenue goes to pubs, but the pubs are closed. So they're trying to build an online selling direct. And I go, and they created a, a web page. And I go, well, what about how do you interact with customers? Oh, we don't do that. We we run our contact center to talk to our our, our pubs about when they want to order order more beer. But their whole contact center needs to be pivoting now to an online presence. And that's where IMI Mobile comes in because it's not about calling of being the person sat there with a headset on in a contact center, taking a phone call in. It's about as soon as you start your online journey or your journey to contacting a a, a, a company or somebody, it's then being able to grab that, grab that interaction and go, how do you want to communicate? I want to do it over, maybe is it a web bot? Is it, on, is it online via email? Do I want to go to a phone call? Do I want to go to a video chat? And then you look at how, it, like, like in, in social media, Instagram, Twitter, WhatsApp, text, they're all ways that people want to communicate. And that's what IMI bring because they're that. And I don't want to say, it's the software. I was going to say middleware then, but it's the software that's in there that allows us then to, to take our contact center platform and communicate directly in any which way or form our customers, customers want to talk to us. And that's hugely important. And that's why I'm, and they're already out there doing it. All we've done is just gone, right, you're already doing it. Just come into the family. And, and, and God, I went a bit markety there, didn't I? Um, you're in a safe space. Here, but that's the bit about, that's why it's hugely important. But contact center is everywhere, whether you like, whether you think about it or not. But when I was explaining this to our, one of our early, a first year apprentice, he was, I really want to understand why it's all this, what's going on with contact center? Why is it important? Because it is everywhere. Yeah. And that's why building a platform that we can run, host, and innovate on gives you the channels that you want to communicate to our customers' customers on via IMI Mobile, gives you, as an Atelic, who are really good at contact center, can then go, right, what's our value? Our value is about how do we take our customers' out business outcomes that they want to, how do they want to interact with their customers? And we can build that into a, a, a solution that will allow customers to do that. That's what the value of our 
of what you guys at Natalix can bring. Yeah, super encouraging. And you do forget, I, I agree with you, you do forget how pretty much everyone almost every day interacts with the contact center. Okay, maybe not all every day, but you know, yesterday getting a refund from the train line on some train tickets that I need to change and things like that. You know, whether you go and you're doing a return for some clothes that you bought or whatever, things like that, it all feeds in. It's all information that feeds a more, just an easier experience, right? And the contact center should be seen as something that enhances that experience, right? Rather than something that gets between you and the customer, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and but it brings the customer closer to you. And that's the one thing. And I was explaining, going, this is, this is nothing but enhanced with lockdown because you don't walk into a shop anymore. You don't go, I'm going to go in and complain. You mean, and, and, and I, I, there's, there's a government department, there's a, you mean, the, there's nothing worse than no communication at all. And we went through an experience where my son, my, my son was trying to get his driving license and he, and he couldn't. And there was no interaction at all. We had to sit there on radio silence waiting for his provisional license to turn up. Awful. You mean, that's, and I don't, and that's and that's the bit though so even with lockdown we customers we as consumers or whatever we are we need to commute we want to communicate more because we need to because there's not the option of just i'm going to go into the shop i'm not i'm going to go and so we need to make sure those lines of communications are, are, are always open to our our customers customers so we can continue to do business yeah just and i could probably talk to you for another another hour or so and I'm, I'm sure i think we've we've already agreed we're going to probably do another another podcast at some point early next year we're probably going to have to to wrap it up there i think um oh no yeah um is there uh, anything else we need to go because there is a you have got an agenda isn't it yeah i do i do but um, i think we're, i think we're i think we're okay we've uh touched on some some big big points there i think and um yeah, we'll we'll probably talk about. I think I'd like to dive a little bit more into the 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 safe return to the office because that's a really powerful story. I think, and certainly, Natilic, we we've got a really powerful story to tell there as well. But um, this is actually this is actually as well worth mentioning our last last show before Christmas as well, Christmas and New Year. So um, I don't know if you want to take the opportunity, but I'm I'm definitely going to take the opportunity to wish everyone a a safe and relaxing relaxing break. I hope everything falls in a way that people can actually get out there and spend some time with their loved ones yeah and and, and yeah so you I mean we're all looking forward to spend a bit of time the call i had just before this one was about the person i spoke to said i'm just looking forward to having my home being a home again um and not being an office a place of work so i think we're all looking forward to that yeah. i think there's an interesting thing that and i feel this as well is that we just want to get the break. I want I want these couple of weeks to, to to relax and spend time with the family. And but next year it's still going to be a year that we need to to own it. I think next year is the year of owning it, and we're gonna. I want our customers to 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 talk to us and talk to our partners like you and Natalik about how do we how do we own this for next year? How do we own our return to work? How do we own a better way of working? And I think that's the piece around next having the energy to go after it. But it is we. The, the, another, I don't think many things are going to change in regards to we've got the vaccine and stuff like that. And the answer isn't going to be we just got to get back to how it was before because there isn't going to be a was like that before. So I think it's the for me it's it's for for the new year it's the twenty twenty one of owning it and um, owning how we're going to work how we're going to be productive how do we make sure we're engaging with our um, our staff and our customers. In, 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 in the best way that we can ever um, even if we are in a hybrid world of some in the office some at home some in between 
and I think that's the bit I'm looking forward to next year. Yeah, definitely. I think we'll um, we'll definitely have a big part to play in the IT industry as we already have. I think, um, and it's been good to see us sort of doing our bit to help. Um, Justin Wallen, thank you very much, man. Mm. Pleasure as always. Thank you very much for having. Thanks for having Cheers. me on, and I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, if you let me on, if if this goes down well, <laughs> you can have me on again. I'd love to be on. I think you passed the test. Yeah. Yay. Thanks for listening to NatChat, the Natalie podcast. Please subscribe to the Natalie podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. And leave us a review while you're there. It really helps us improve and grow the show. Please note that opinions expressed on the Natalie podcast are those of the hosts or our guests, not the organizations that they represent. You can find more information on Natalie on our website, that's natalie.com. You can also find us on social media. On Twitter, we're at Natalie Group, as well as Facebook and LinkedIn. Our theme music was provided by Dan Shaw, who you can find at Danza, that's D-A-N-Z-R, on music streaming services. This is Rob Thor, and thanks again for listening.